So, this is my review of the 2017 adaptation of Death Note uh, by Netflix, nonetheless, directed by Adam Wingard, uh, starring a bunch of people I don't know. Uh, so, let's kick this off. My point of view watching this film was as a massive fan of the anime. I've watched it countless times and I feel because of this it's gonna give me a bias to the anime. I'm gonna constantly be looking at this film and going like well they did this better than that and they did that better than the anime. A constant whine of yep this is better in the anime so it was very hard for me to watch this film with an unbiased point of view especially considering how much I loved the anime. But I tried to watch this film. Uh, I did a better job of watching it than my girlfriend, maybe, because she hated it. She was tearing this film a new one because she loves the anime as well. So bear that in mind when listening to this review because I have that knowledge of the anime and I know how great that is and that's the bar for me. So moving on, who do I think this film's for? Well, I think they wanted it to be for the anime fans of the show. They wanted to grab that core audience and bring them over here so they could maybe build on this film and get another film produced because they do leave this ending with the intention of a sequel. And I think they will go that route if it has enough success. And this is funny when it's on Netflix. How do you gauge success? Because... It's not a box office total. It hasn't been released in cinemas. So how are Netflix going to gauge the success? Like how many viewers watching this film is it going to take for them to green light a sequel? I don't know, but I will be very curious. Uh, because of that built-in audience, I don't think that's the audience that are going to enjoy this film because I think a lot of them who enjoyed the anime are probably going to hate this film. 99% of them will dislike it. So if you're a massive fan of that anime, you might do well to steer clear of this unless you take on board to try and leave your biased love of that show at the door and try and come in and watch this. But it's very hard unless you haven't watched the anime in ages where some of your knowledge of the show kind of fades a bit and you won't constantly be picking up on these little things. They did better. Uh, is it worth a watch? Again, if you haven't watched the anime, check this out. It might be the door that you open to go watch the anime. So it can only lead to good things. If you like it, you'll love the anime. So yeah, it is worth watching as a film. It's okay, it's not the best, it's it's very stylized. Adam Wingard clearly has a style because watching this film, it was like watching part of The Guest. It shares a lot more in common with that film. From music cues, like the soundtrack was almost exact in places, to like the lighting, the neon lighting throughout the film. I did like that, it gave it that very surreal look. It was a nice look. But he's clearly got a style and his style works in places but doesn't work in others. I didn't like the off-kilter angles where it's slightly ajarred. I wanted them to be leveled out unless they was doing a 
creepy scene where it makes sense but when they're just having standard conversations and the angles were off it was just more distracting than appreciative uh, so yeah I'm gonna go straight into my spoilers part of the review now spoilerific so if you do want to watch the film pause it here go watch it and come back and join me for the spoilers so so now for the spoilerific part of my review if you've stopped and went and watched the film now you can hear what I thought of it so I'm gonna start off going through the cast because I feel this is a bit easier to break down what I thought worked, what they thought they could have done differently, because I've got the knowledge of the two mediums now. But I'm going to start off with Ryuk. The reason I'm starting off with him is because I almost forgot he was in the bloody film. <laughs> like, he's in it, but he's probably in it for only like a handful of minutes if you stitched all his screen time together. He's also shot in a way where he's always constantly in the shadows. This might have been a smart choice, but to me, it felt like it was a choice to hide what looked like a bad animatronic. It looked like it was an animatronic with a bit of CGI in places, but the animatronic looked a little bit cheap and a little bit distracting. Uh, I liked the light eyes, but then it clearly looked like lights, if that makes sense. Uh, so that was a bit distracting. The voice acting was fine, it was great, but then it makes you think they probably could have just got the voice actor from the English adaptation, like the English dub. Wouldn't have made a difference, maybe saved you a couple of quid here or there, unless Willem was doing the actual acting performance, but I don't think he was. I could be wrong, though, I'd have to look at the behind the scenes and see how they did, but... Overall, I thought Ryuk was fine. He's very underutilized. But hey. On to light. This guy in the anime is much more layered and nuanced. He's got a lot more to him. Like, he, he's good and he's bad. You can see both sides of it. Uh, whilst in this film, he kind of starts off as an asshole and doesn't really go anywhere. He's bit of a ass throughout the film really and it was hard to kind of root for or kind of see his beliefs take hold he just seemed like an ass he does have that fine scene towards the end where he's in a hospital bed and he explains to his dad about his master plan that was really good and the reason that was really good because it hearkened to what happens in the anime where he's playing a chess match he's x amount of moves ahead he's doing this he's planet all that was really good i dug that and if they had more scenes like that could have done a lot more to elevate this film mia uh they it's the anime counterparts misa but they called her mia in this she's like a cheerleader and she kind of falls for light i think her character could have been improved the way i would have done this is give her motivation to join light side to get on board of him because light in this film his mother's killed by this guy who got away with the crime and that's who light's first killers but i felt that if they'd have given that to mia if it had been her mother who had been killed 
and light gives her the opportunity to get justice for her by using the word justice, not revenge. Be like, this is the right thing to do. And she comes on board and because he does that, she turns into this person who wants to kill all these monstrous people. I could, that could have made a big difference because you could have saw where the, the characters are coming from and why they've gone down this path. But because Light's a bit of a ass and Mia's okay with just a few modifications, she could have been some solid groundwork for a character because she is a bit unhinged. I think that would have worked. And onto my main boy, L. He was my favourite character in the anime. Because he was very calm and collected. He was never rash. He wasn't emotional. He just tried to get under people's skin to break them and to get what he needed by being X amount of moves ahead. That was really awesome in the anime. In this, they tried to go that route, but he's not the same. Obviously, it's an adaptation, and the actor does an okay job. It's just. Maybe it was the characterization in the script or maybe the direction. But he's a bit too emotional in this film. And because he's a bit too emotional in this film, it's distracting because he makes some very irrational decisions. Like, he's not that calm and collected guy that you love from the anime that just needles people. He's just goes off the plot in the film and he just goes a bit crazy and it's very jarring for me but I guess they needed that in the film to add more tension but he just comes off as a bit more stupid really and that's a shame because he's such a great character and I think he could have been much much more the physical acting I feel could have been improved a bit as well like I didn't feel his moves were natural. I felt like it was an actor performing them, whilst my idea of it is because L is always so hunched over watching a computer screen, his body's very like crooked, like his neck doesn't lift up properly too well. So I think they could have played with that a bit more just to make him even more weird. Uh, whilst the film just made me feel like a guy was just sitting there to be weird instead of actually being weird. I don't know if I'm explaining that too well, but I'm hoping some of you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, The final resolution of the film where it's revealed that Light's master plan was to do X, Y, and Z was really good. That was my favourite part of the film. It's like, yeah, that's that's definitely being these moves ahead to outthink other people. That was really cool. But the whole Ferris wheel was a bit insane. (laughs) I was like what is this it feels like the film is very normal if you could call it normal up until this point where they go damn we need a massive set piece we need something major and they decided to have a ferris wheel go crooked and fall apart Uh, it was jarring and I did not like that set piece it it just felt too big for what the film was it felt like the film went from normal to like oh big set piece it was just strange (laughs) really 
wasn't a big fan of that set piece. And yeah, whatever. Some of it felt a bit Final Destination-like. So they, he writes down in the book who he wants to kill. And you see it like in the form of Final Destination. So the first guy who like kills, it happens because a guy's bouncing a basketball walking down the street. But then he bumps into a woman and his basketball goes into the road and the car swerves to miss it or whatever. And the ladder on top of the car flies off it and decapitates a guy. It's that kind of Final Destination-like style. But it could have been a bit of fun seeing that if they'd have played with it more. There's some messed up shit in the film, to be honest. Like where the FBI agents fall off the building. But... (laughs) Some of it was fun, but it felt like I was watching Final Destination at times with some of that playing out, and it just felt a bit, mm, no, not for me. Uh, so that Ferris wheel scene was a big detraction for me, because it just felt like film went from 5 to 10 real, real fast. And that was mainly it for me the film was okay it had to adapt things it had to try and take this massive story and give us a satisfying enough story of bits and pieces and they made their own changes they had Wontari get caught out very early on and he gets sent on a mission by light to find out El's real name and that plays out uh, and that's what sends out to spiral out of control is Wintari's loss and it just didn't feel right that was jarring but I appreciate the fact they try to do new things what they need to do with a sequel if they get it they've left it open for a sequel for sure is they need to just bring their own ideas to the table scrap whatever's in the anime because whatever you try to do that people are just aren't going to enjoy it but if you try and bring your own ideas to the table if at least you bring your own ideas to the table, we can watch something with fresh eyes instead of comparing it to what happened in the anime, but in a better way. Because I don't think they're going to be able to take the animes from the, well, the ideas from the anime slash the manga. I have never read the manga, so I'm not sure how loyal the anime is to that. Uh, if you're trying to take those ideas and do your own version, I don't think it's going to work. So I think if you create your own ideas in this world that play out you might do a lot better and it might be a bit more well received because you're not trying to gloss over certain things and I think they have to kind of go a bit more in detail with some of the rules of the Death Note maybe like with the anime there's tons of rules and it could get a little muddled so maybe in the film they could have five and those five rules are just five very well thought out rules that give you the basis of how this all works and we just stick to it and I'd be intrigued to see whether they come up with the I think it was called the Shinigami Eyes where you could sacrifice part of your life force and this is this is always the cool thing you sacrificed part of your life force X amount of years of your life but you didn't know how long you were going to live for so you didn't know what your sacrifice was worth like if you sacrificed half your life maybe you only lived till 40 and you're 20 now so you haven't borrowed time 
it was a really cool idea, but what the Shinigami eyes allowed you to do was to be able to look at a person and see their name. And I thought I was going to use that to off out in the first film, but they didn't. So I'd be curious to see if they bring in these kind of uh, factors into the next film or whether they have more demons in the next film as well. Because I felt they managed to get part of that universe and do it well in this film. They didn't overburden you with too many rules, but I think they needed to outline some of them more clearly. And they didn't give you too much of the demon universe either. They just kept it pretty simple. So I'd hope they can take these ideas from the anime, but just come up with their own thing in the next film if they decide they get a sequel and I'd probably like if they kept the same director and the cast just to have some continuity with it but then again maybe the next film is just it's entirely new thing they scrap what's come ahead to be like this is a lesson learned let's just go give the fans something new and something fresh we'll see how that plays out but those were my thoughts on the Death Note film and Overall, it was okay. Compared to the anime, it was bad. But as its own thing, it was okay. It was an okay watch. Will I watch it again? I might watch it again. Just out of curiosity, later down the line, see how I feel about it. But I wouldn't watch it straight after the anime. That was for sure. I might watch it to gear me up for the anime, but not afterwards, because I'd just be ripping it apart too much. But that was that. So... Hit me up, let me know what you guys thought of the film, because I'd be very curious to see whether fan base is split on this or what the guys in the fandom thought of it.